Welcome to the Business Thruple podcast, where we talk about what it takes to build a global business. I'm Al. I'm Jasmine Cherie. And I'm Jamie. Welcome to the podcast. So I can't believe it's taken us this long to actually have the conversation of natural products, eco, why eco, why the fucking Green Rebellion actually does exist. It's taken us this long to start the conversation of why we developed the company where we're at as a society with our products and what it's actually doing to us. Let's talk about for a quick moment, because uh, we have spoken about it on previous episodes and on the website as well. What happened to you, Pop? In 2010, my Pop, a really fit man, like really fit, was still working, really active. He'd been a builder all his life. Um, we got the call that he had asbestos cancer and he actually didn't tell us that he was fucked. <laughs> like it, 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 I was really cranky at him for a long time so we'd planned to go and see him and he loved us so much that, that he thought he would save us that. Um, and he got up one night and went to the toilet coughing up blood and then found him dead in the toilet. It happened really quickly and it was the start of the eye-opener for us that Pop, who was happy, fit, could be fine all his life. And, and he, he worked on the land. He wasn't on the land, the different side of my family. Right. He, he was a builder, yeah. He was a builder. Concreter. Worked, worked active, a carpenter his whole life, had worked like all across Australia working with asbestos mm. and no signs, like working, fit, healthy man. Drop dead. Drop dead to asbestos. And that was the eye-opener for us to go, fuck. Yeah, it was something that was deemed safe once upon a time that everyone was using as just a household, regular, you know, building material that we'd use every day, mm. that all of a sudden something like this could just rear its head up and take did someone's they, life. Did they actually come back and say it was asbestos yes. poisoning? Yep. Donnie's so that was in Donnie's the death, death certificate. certificate yep. Asbestos poisoning. Yep. Okay. All right. So, in, yeah, like we could have sued but nobody in the family actually wanted to put the time into going and fighting that and getting the money back from that. But that's on his death certificate by asbestos poisoning. Okay. And then that was a wake-up call for you. And do you want to talk about you, your love affair with the chemical aisle, the cleaning aisle? <laughs> so before this... <laughs> Sorry, I'd, did you like, <laughs> where the hell are we going with this? <laughs> Well, I think it's great to give contrast like yeah. of, you know, there's so many people out there now that, that were like me and chemicals were everything and you didn't have a clean environment unless it fucking smelt like bleach. That was me. Like I was that. Or disinfectant. Disinfect. You've got to disinfect yeah. it. You've got to get rid of everything. Oh, You're right. Throwing my hands around, getting passionate about this. I was that kid that grew up that watched all the ads on it's dirty and then it's clean. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> so I developed this obsession with dirty to clean at a young age and so therefore developed an obsession with chemicals. But I would say it wasn't even a, a, an obsession with chemicals in our house. It was an obsession with I need chemicals to fix everything's problems, my wrinkles, how I want to look, the environment to make our kids better. I thought chemicals were the answer to that. And there's this conditioning in us that we need bleach and disinfectant and chemicals to have a clean home. But the reality is we wouldn't put those chemicals in our mouths. There's a reason why, there's a reason why <laughs> that those chemical bottles have got 
like the danger signs is because they're not actually good for us and we wouldn't put them in our mouths. And then we have our children and people that we love crawling around on the ground all because we've got this brainwashing and conditioning that we have to have, uh, you know, to be a good woman and to be a good mum and to be good parents, that our children, we have to provide these homes for our children. They're full of chemicals well, and, and they're toxic. Well, so as a society, right, we're becoming more health conscious and what I see is a lot of people, especially as you're open Sydney, opening Sydney, right, they're really health conscious people and really wary of what they put into their mouths and what they put on their skin but then actually as a society we haven't got up to the point where our nose is in going like in what we inhale is going into our body and we're breathing it in and our skin is our biggest organ and those particles are out there in the world and they're going into our bodies and nobody or not like actually take that back some people nobody some people are cotton not cottoning onto this that we're inhaling all these things through our nose and our skin that we're putting around our house and the damage that is causing not only us personally but as a society. So you once had a love affair with the chemical and cleaning aisle of the supermarket and what's your stance now? We don't use any chemicals. Even like I like obviously I still bleach my hair <laughs> my makeup, I'm, my skincare, I'm always turning the labels around and I'm looking because the one thing that I learned in my journey and what we're really passionate about is do not trust the label. Mm. I want to talk about that today. Before we get into that, I, I, I think now's a good time to talk about, um, I want to talk about some facts about the cleaning industry. Uh, and to be honest, I love what you just said around just turning the label if anyone does any research, there's uh, it, it, you don't have to dig very deep on the internet to find out about chemicals and the effects that they have on uh, like the cleaning industry chemicals, I should say, um, that are in our um, bleach bottles and in our Dettol and in our disinfectants and our um, multi-purpose cleaners and all that. So um, I have got uh, some lovely facts here. Um Oh, hold on, everybody, hold on, because these facts are—they're actually—they're scary. But I think you know you can't run away from the truth. Like if we run away and bury our heads in the sand and not look about the reality of what happens, we actually get to take back our power. And it can, you can turn like for ages when I found out, like when Pop died, and when we found out about the truth about chemicals, I was really fucking angry. And, and the thing is that like a lot of people have so much trust in the industry, right? Everyone believes trust thing, believes yeah. what they see on TV. So they go, oh, they're telling me it's good for me. They're keep Women's my... Day, produce, they advertise it so it's better be, yeah, yeah, like it's it's better be good for our home. Keeping my family safe, you know, by, by using tell... these products. But... They think that they've got the best intentions Ugh, at wait, hand. Wait till you hear some of the stuff. I agree with you, Al. Let's hold hands. I'm <laughs> fucking scared. I already know all this but if you're hearing this for the first time, my pre-frame is... Don't let it. Don't let it be scary. Like go. No, it's just this awareness. Is, this yeah. is no, it's just awareness. We're not here to scare. We're here to empower you to make uh, better de- better decisions and more grounded decisions instead yep. of you know um, just blindly walking through life and then going through something like Jamie's family. And you're not the only family oh, where no. someone's died <clears throat> from asbe- asbestos poisoning. So let me get into these facts. So uh, chemicals in household cleaners are three times more likely to cause cancer than air pollution. Mm-hmm. Number two, more than 7 million 
Uh, this breaks my heart, actually. Uh, more than 7 million accidental poison poisonings occur each year with more than 75% involving children under the age of six. When I found this, uh, these st statistics, it took me back to uh, a moment in my childhood where, uh, you know, mum had been cleaning the house and uh, I'd been out playing, um, uh, yeah, I'd been out whatever I was doing, playing. I got really thirsty and I saw a bunch of um, like a tub full of water in the mm. sink and I went into the sink and I sculled it and then mum comes into, like I'm like drinking. I, anyways, I, I drank out of the tap. I wasn't even drinking out of the tap. I was drinking the water that was in the sink. Yep. Mum comes into the kitchen and she totally freaks out. I was drinking bleach and literally my mum like, like had an absolute conniption and I ended up in hospital that day. But so this is pointing to this thing. But I think... Just this is poison. accidental poisonings. But that's literally what we're doing. Like you were lit, like it, it's not even actually a metaphor. Like you were drinking it. When we use bleach, we actually are drinking, even if we're not lifting it and putting it to our face, we're inhaling it slowly, through our yeah, skin. Slowly, yeah, over time. Yep. Slowly. And I would like off the top of that, that first one where you were talking about bleach and inhaling it, go and look at the statistics with women in cleaning yep. and how more likely they are to, develop, get, lung to, disease, to yep. get lung disease and die of some form of lung cancer mm. or not be able to have a baby. Yeah. There's there's the the data and like the data and the facts are out there. You just got to go and know where to and look. And you don't have to uh, go very look very far. It's not difficult. Mm. Uh, and when you open yourself up, it's like all of a sudden the cleaning aisle in Woolworths uh, or in the supermarket doesn't actually uh, have that greater pull on you because you're like, no, well, I, I don't actually need all these chemicals. So next fact. Of chemicals commonly found in homes, 150 have been linked to allergies, birth defects, cancer and psychological abnormalities. And that was from a, uh, a study done by the Consumer Product Safety Commission. And then the final one that I've got, and there's so many statistics out there, but cancer rates have continued to increase every year since 1970, brain cancer in children is up 40% in 20 years. And they say that toxic chemicals are largely to blame. And there's a, there's a, I th I'm pretty sure it was Harvard did research on pregnant women that use chemicals every day. So common household cleaning products. Of course, absolutely. These are women who are always at home. Managing the home. And and they also did research on women in workplaces that were cleaned every day with these chemicals. And one of the big statistics that did come out of that was brain cancer in kids. Yeah. <laughs> it actually makes me not want to bring a child into the world, which is sad. Like because of the society that we live in. And I get that the, you can NLP me on that. But if you actually have a look at what society is today it's like it there's got to be a better way well, the, and I, that's what we're doing at the green rebellion well 
Yeah, and I think it takes people like us standing up and going, hey, like, not okay, let's all not go, fuck, we're all going to drop dead in the next few years, but it's just being aware because without And helping aware- people to link the dots up too with the data. This is the data and this is the reason. Because nobody's doing it and that was our thing when we started. We're like, we don't want to scare everybody. I don't want anybody to feel like I did when I first found out and went into complete fear mode. I'm like, let's empower. Mate, we were that fearful when we first started hearing these things that we didn't even want to go to the shopping centre because we knew people there were wearing synthetic fragrance. Yeah. And you're like, how do you get about going and doing your shopping? Like we don't even want to go to the grocery store because you know that there's that aisle there that's full of synthetic fragrance. And it's just it's being aware and cutting it back. Like I think as society, right, we know alcohol is bad for us, <laughs> but we still have a drink every now and then. Like so I think it's the same with chemicals, right? Like don't be an, a chemical holic. You know, cut, like, that's what I'm saying. I bleach my hair. I know bleach is bad for me, but, like, I know if I want to bleach my hair, I've got to counteract other things. So when I'm looking for my cosmetic products, I'm turning that label around and I'm reading and I'm educating myself because it comes down to us as the consumer to do our research because the companies are not going to pull back. They're making too much money from it. And that's when I go into they know. So what is the fucking agenda with this? When you go to a fertility doctor and they're the first thing they ask you is, how much perfume are you using and are you using household candles? And that's the first thing they stop you, tell you to stop using if you want to have a baby. There's a fucking problem, you know. And The pe- problem is that there's no governing regula- regulatory body which actually stops this shit from getting on the shelves. Right. <laughs> I could not agree with you more. I got actually really mad when I, 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 when I was researching for this. Uh, so there was a, um, there's a PDF uh, by the Australian government called uh, Environmental Cleaning Products Selection Fact Sheet, right? Because you read that before you go to the shop, don't you? Uh, Well, no, (laughs) wait, wait. So it is encouraging using detergents, using disinfectants. I read through, it's only a three-page fact sheet. I I haven't showed it to you. I'll show you after the episode. I I was like, wow, this is like uh, the governing bodies in Australia still have not caught up on what eco is, what eco-friendly is, what is uh, non-toxic. So there's not a lot of education around. So I think that's one of our uh, duties as, um, you know, one of the things that's going to be a a solid foundation for the Green Rebellion and what we're doing is providing education-based training. And then when you do have a look, sorry, just to cut in on that. No, you're right. At those boards, who sits on them? Who sits on the boards? The people that own the fucking companies. what we're doing, like, you know, when we started the Green Rebellion and to take 5% of the market, like we've said, it's not for shits and giggles and we want to be the company that, you know, ooh, we own 5% of the market. We're starting with that because we know if we we can sit here and bang our heads about against a brick wall and try to, you know, we can help with the education, but how we make the biggest impact is getting out and cleaning one house and one workplace at a time. And what we've come to realise in the next last few weeks is that's actually not enough. And so we're now starting to get our toes in and look for people in government and parliament that can help us with this mission. Because like Jazz is saying, there's so much legislation that just hasn't caught up because we go use PinoClean, kills 99% of germs. Well, Keep your children safe. Keep your families safe. I would, my counter argument would be, does it actually and do we need to? But even if we need to... What is the counteraction of that? Is there any point in you killing a disease or a virus in your home if you're actually poisoning your children to do that? And if we do need to kill germs, 
We know hot water does that. Salt. We know salt does that. Bicarb soda. We know that many essential oils do that. So why are we poisoning? Eucalyptus oil. Why are we poisoning our children? Why? And we like we've proven at the Green Rebellion we use two products. They're chemical free. And we know they clean a whole house. We know this. We wouldn't have grown to where we are right now if we weren't doing a good job with two products. Perfect that you said that. I've got three questions for you guys. Uh, does eco-friendly mean chemical-free? No. No. How, you know, you'll see a lot of products, right, and they'll have that tick of approval, tick of approval and they'll say eco. People actually pay for that. It's like the Heart Foundation. Yep. They actually pay for that tick. And what eco means is some board has actually just gone, yeah, that's safe to put down our drains. Safe to go down the drains, what they've said, It doesn't mean it's not chemical-free. They just go, that's safe to go into our marine aquatic aquatic area. That's all that means. And then you'll get some people that actually pay for the natural organic label. They'll pay for that. It's not. And how they justify that is they'll have one product. One ingredient in that one product. One ingredient. That's organically that's sourced. That's organically sourced. So I could have 50 other synthetic chemicals in there, but as long as there's one organic product in there, they can put organic on the label. Or you might get somebody that tries to do the right thing and they will source natural products because there's a difference between natural and organic, right? Mm-hmm. Natural means it's naturally derived. It's from the ground, like a mineral or a plant. And then organic means that it's not been grown with pesticides. Um, where was I going with that? Uh, chemicals, products, choosing. So that, go, If you don't know, you I'll go, go to my next question. Go then and I'll fix it up. Does eco-friendly mean non-toxic? No. No. You can drink water and die from drinking too much water. You can create toxicity in your body from overexposure of just about anything in the world. You can get toxicity from breathing too much oxygen. It's everything in moderation. There's some pretty big statements you've just said. It's in moderation, right? So it's the best for you in in low doses. So as long as you're not overexposing yourself to it, it's fine. If you go and drink like vinegar, right, is not toxic. But if you go and drink 80 litres of it, you're going to fucking kill yourself, right? Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to make is that it can be as non-toxic in low doses. It's it's that and I think it's also going back to if something's got a label and it says eco – it doesn't mean it's eco. It comes back to that somebody's just went, this is safe to go down go down the drain. Or in some cases, they haven't even said that. They've just decided in my marketing, I'm going to write eco. And I remember one And it di- might be that the packaging is eco. And it's people. I've yeah. seen that. This is an eco product. The chemicals are still the same. Yep, turn them around. Man, there's can- one on the shelf right now which really drives me nuts and I'm not going to say the name of it but everyone's buying it at the moment because it's in an eco package and then you look at what's on the label. A lot of toilet paper? No. 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 It's, no there's no, no, a no. lot of big – eco is a trend, right? Eco, eco is a trend and people are thinking I'm going to do my part for the world, I'm going to do my part for the planet, I'm going to go out and buy eco products. So companies are not fucking stupid. They know where the trends are going. So, niche, yeah. so they go, in my marketing, I'm just going to put this is eco and – I challenge you as the consumer, go to the supermarket, turn the eco products around, turn the one that's on the shelf next to it. Some people are doing the right thing, but many of them are not. Like the big name ones that are making it and saying eco, but there's also a lot of people that are trying to do the right thing, right? And they'll try and source natural products or organic products. Because remember I was saying there's a big difference. There's natural, it comes, it's naturally derived from the environment. Then there's 
um, organic, which it's not been used as any pesticides because you can get a natural product, right? Then it's been grown with pesticides, counteracts that. Like the, 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 what pesticides are doing to us with our food and everything, that's a whole different conversation. But what they'll also do is go and put fragrance in it. That word fragrance can hold up to 1,500 chemicals all by itself. And the reason why they will go and put fragrance in it is because essential oils and natural fragrance, it's expensive. So to make something profitable for them and have the biggest margins which counteracts everything they do, they'll go and put, you'll turn it around and if it says fragrance or perfume in it, there's like, there's no point. I think and you, can, I, you can, sorry, but you can support yourself in this too and being aware because like we just did a whole episode on tech. There's technology out there that you can get on your phone now where you don't have to sit there and read every single thing. You can just scan the label and it'll tell you exactly what's in it. So you can support yourself in this and make it easy by just getting apps that are out there they're accessible to everyone and just it's easy i'm like i've got a i've got a cleaning company that is has a worldwide mission to remove chemicals i'm no expert i don't like i've done my research i know enough to support me i know what's good for me and i know what's bad for me and that's where i'm saying it comes up to it's up to us as the consumers to do enough research to know and so we stop buying these products and supporting these products and these companies that literally are just not fucking doing the right thing i think you know, uh, eco and sustainability maybe 15 years ago or even 10 years ago, you'd find those types of conversations in hippie compounds, you know, and we'd kind of – remember we spoke about this last we week? We are like, fuck yes, the hippies, they're taking LSD and everything's eco and, and Crazy whatnot. anti-vaxxers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bad people, like keep them over What's there. What's wrong with them? Like, well, of course we need all these things. <laughs> right, but the but the term eco and even organic and, you know, all of that stuff, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with eco because there's a lot of terms that we can use, um, uh, is actually really easy to create and adopt and implement into our homes. Like you said before, so there's, uh, you know, boiling water, there's essential oils. I love putting essential oils on my body. I, when, I'm, when I'm in the shops and especially at Christmas time when you see the, all the fragrance coming out, I shudder. And it just, it just seems so over-manufactured. And we don't have to spend a lot of money on products now for our homes to be clean, to be sanitised uh, uh, and for, not, for our homes and for our people that we love and our children to be safe. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Mm. Uh, and that includes uh, uh, lemon, bicarb soda, boiling water, uh, uh, essential oils. Is there a, what else, what else can you look for? It, like it, it's really minimal. So at the Green Rebellion, we use a heavy duty powder that's made from um, natural minerals from the ground, like um, washing sodas, like people don't understand the power of washing soda. It's just baking soda, like purified baking about, soda, yeah. Like how good that is. Um, and then it's just not like natural dish soap. And what we train our um, green rebellions on the ground, it's the equipment that they use to get that. Yeah, and then it, pairing those with oils too, yeah. Oils and like you don't need to go out and join an oil club or anything like that and stock We're your We're not going to drop a link down below. <laughs> <no. Okay. laughs> join our MLM on <laughs> oils. <laughs> No, like you don't need to go and do that and get so far into it. Like what we found is anything lemon-based, like lemongrass, they're natural anesthetic and they smell Antifungals, yep. amazing. I want to talk about just going back to those facts and figures that you had before and the thing I can't leave out of my head and the stories that we've heard um, that are coming through and a lot of our customers 
They're like, the reason I chose you guys because they became aware of themselves with kids that are having skin conditions, autoimmune diseases. They were seeing and by their own research, it was the chemicals they were using in their homes that were causing a lot of things. And that's why they reached out to us. And I think that the whole ethos of uh, the Green Rebellion and what we stand for is that people can, uh, we're not, it's not just some gimmicky label, we're actually making their homes safer and chemical free. And in the world that we live in, and I, I believe that some parents are in a really desperate state, like why is our skin uh, showing, why is my children having, the, my child having this reaction? Why is you know? all this eczema? Like, like how many kids did you know when we were kids that had eczema but now every second kid's got it? Or how many kids you know had behavioural problems when they were little? Yeah. Like, like today in comparison well, to I think I was one of the kids that had behavioural problems. I definitely was, yeah. <laughs> my mum used bleach. No. <laughs> so did mine. <laughs> you drank it. <laughs> <laughs> But right. I, 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 it it comes down like the biggest thing and I think for me like I, once again I don't want to create fear and there is this no. skin conditions and there's like we're talking about the brain disease lung disease the thing that scares me the most is the products that we're using that are hormone disruptors yeah endocrine and, disruptors yeah endocrine disruptors and what it's doing to us it's killing us it's, it's the silent killer they are killing us softly how many people do you know in this day and age that cannot conceive a baby? You can't uh, the turn, fertility. You cannot turn a blind eye to this, and we can't go. We can't look at this and go, "What has happened in the last fifty years that has caused this?" Because I remember <laughs> the stories like the old spit and polish. You know, back in the fifties and the sixties. You know, when did they really start like going? Use the chemical to clean your home. Use chemicals to do this. It was really like in, when, this... in the advertising boom, yeah. Because they yep. knew there was money in there in the marketing. And, Can and, I... what, and what else do the stay-at-home mums do back in the 50s? Stay home and clean, you know, to be a good woman. Can mm-hmm. I tell you a crazy story that I learned? Um, Freud, who is the father of hypnotherapy. So I'm not sure if anybody's ever done any research on fluoride, but this was the crazy thing for me. Um, we've got a dentist in the house over here too. He might have his two bob on it. Um, and what I found through all my research and where fluoride was actually derived from, it was toxic waste. So in the nuclear... It was a byproduct of chemical production, yeah. It was a byproduct of chemical production. And what had happened was when they were making all the nuclear bombs, they had all this waste and they went... It was in the water. It was making lots of people sick. There was a big pandemic worldwide going, you're killing us with this fluoride. And then they went, what are we actually going to do with it? Like this was a worldwide, like if you go and do your research, like worldwide, like we just had COVID, it was a pandemic where fluoride and the toxic waste was killing people. Then they got Freud only two, I think it was two years later, don't mark my words with that, I believe it was two years later that they got to put a marketing campaign together to tell people fluoride was actually fucking good for them. And then people just got hypnotised. He was the first guy that got commercials going and hypnotised people to believe something was actually good for them. Within two years, killing us to, oh, actually this is good for you and you should be putting it on your kids' teeth. True story. When was that? In the in the 80s? No, like earlier on, like first information. Oh, in the 70s and like, 60s. Oh, I believe it was like the 50s or the 60s. And here's the power of advertising. If I say which bank, mm. what do you guys say? 
Commonwealth? Exactly. Yeah, Commonwealth. <laughs> Which bank? The Commonwealth Bank. Commonwealth Bank. <laughs> I, I just wasn't going to drop it in support of them, but anyway, it's okay. Yeah, let's not. But <laughs> but but that is the power of advertising. Yeah. That's the brainwashing yeah. that we have. So we've uh, the generation before us that were parenting in the sixties and seventies, uh, or maybe two generations before us, were um, we didn't have access to the internet. We didn't so. TV oh, but was I, how we got my mum. Bless my mum. She's like, I was like, mum, why do you why do you watch that? She goes, oh, it's so it gives me information, tells me what's going on in the world. I'm like, mama, come <laughs> on, like, but that's just that's the generation that they are. But yeah. I also and they trust I, it. I'm yeah. gonna like call like a little bit. I don't actually think the internet has supported us so much with it because you go and try and do research on the internet, you're not gonna find all facts. Like. I remember I was having a We com- all need access to the dark web. Yeah, like like <laughs> I remember I was having a conversation with Chat GPT, right? About chemicals. And it kept saying to me, that's not true. Yeah. When I knew it to be true. And it's like Because no. it couldn't find the supporting so data. Because chat 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 GPT gathers all data from the FDA in America. So all Australian rules, regulations. And who sits on the board of the FDA? Of the FDA. <laughs> this is a whole conversation, right? Um, so it it grabs all data from there. And so parts of Europe have banned fragrance because they know what it's doing to us as hormone disruptors. Like Europe's like way above us when it comes to that shit's bad for you, you can't use it, it causes this. Mm. And so within Australia we take all rules from America and FDA. And I was trying to have this conversation, which is known fact with chat, chat GPT. I'm having an argument with a chat GPT going, it's like, I can't say that. That's not true. I can't write that for you. I'm like, motherfucker, it's true. <laughs> did you call him motherfucker? I did. Oh, I was yeah. literally <laughs> typing, going, motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, you've got to go and find the peer-reviewed <laughs> research. Right. Do not trust that when something says it's FDA approved, that means nothing. Like, go and look at Monsanto. Who sits like, on the board of the FDA? Of the F- Who sits on the board of the FDA? Who's running Monsanto, which is putting all these chemicals and everything on the people's crops and doing what they're doing? <sighs> okay, let's pause this here. We're, we're getting yelled at um, by our producer. Um, so thank you, everyone, for – but this is such a huge conversation. I feel like we can we can pick it up, you know, in a couple of episodes' time because it's, it's huge and it's – um, there's so many avenues that we can take with it and it's a really important conversation. This is why the Green Rebellion re- exists today is we're so passionate and doing it is God's work. It's not just about cleaning. We're not just this tech company that has revolutionised the industry. The biggest part of what we're doing is doing our part to remove chemicals one clean at a time. We're taking 5% of the market, not for shits and giggles, but we're move, to help remove chemicals and educate one clean at a time. We're, we're getting our nose in, we're getting our asses in, we're getting dirty, we're finding the people that are going to help us get this mission out there. Please help us share this content, go and do your own research, don't tr- trust Google, get the, ke- get the app Chemical Maze and start educating yourself on what chemicals are doing. Don't get scared, just get proactive. And if you'd like to find out more information, click on the links below. Reach out to Jamie, myself or Al and we'd love to have a conversation with you. Brand licensees, we're looking for you to help get this company worldwide in the next two and a half years. Please reach out if you're interested in joining the mission and helping us be a big part of it. See you on the next one. Uru. Toodles.